welcome to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. I am here with a very special guest, former quarterback of the Seahawks, Mr. Dave Craig. Dave, welcome to Answers for Elders Radio. Thank you, Suzanne. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm looking forward to having this little conversation for a while. Well, we're excited to have you be a very important part of 12 Days of Goodness this year, and this is your second year of participating out of the five years that we've been doing the program with Seahawks Legends, and you know, it's such a great honor to have you on the program and talk a little bit about your experiences um, since you've been involved and also kind of to talk to the 12s. And so um, tell us a little bit about, you know, in the last two years you've been experiencing 12 Days of Goodness. Um, what are some of your takeaways, I guess, with, about the program? Well, well, obviously, it's, it's, it's putting an emphasis on doing good things for other people. I, I think I like to uh, put that emphasis for my kids as well. It's not what you get so much. That's what everybody's used to in Christmas, but it's about giving back and giving to others that are are not as fortunate as you. And that's where the 12 days of goodness uh, comes in for me. And then last year going to that elderly, uh, like assisted living place we went to. We, you went to the you, Southeast Seattle Senior Center last year. It was a right. senior and, community. And yes. Senior community. And, and, and with that goes uh, the fact that our seniors, our, our, our parents that we – you know, put in assisted living or senior communities, places for them to go to. There's there's a lot of volunteers there doing a lot of work yeah. that we don't see. Sometimes when we put our, our parents uh, in a place where we just can't take care of them anymore, we can't make them the, the priority that they were accustomed to just because of the needs and wants uh, of them being elderly. Now you have to put them into some other place. And if you do, a lot of people don't, a lot of families don't go visit their, the elderly that are in there. And right. so... If, if somebody can just go in there and visit them once in a while just to make their day a little bit, see somebody, uh, that's a big deal because I do that back in Wisconsin, too. And these older people that are in there, they don't see people. They just see each other in the same community. So it's good for them to see other people. That's that's one of the things that I was really touched by last year when I did that. Well, and they were so touched to see you. I, I have to remember some of my most special memories of last year's program was the absolute jubilation with some of these seniors that used to go watch you play and you know you're the you're there Russell Wilson you know when you walk in that room they were like over the moon excited and um well, you know that's, that's so point. cool I'm their, I'm their connection I'm their yes. connection to the kingdom days and the 80s and stuff like that I know that ages me a little bit but if that can bring a smile to somebody's face then all the better for it. Something I used to do still has an impact on people's lives. I think that's a cool thing for any former athlete or anybody that works anywhere is that you can still have an impact on other people's lives, whether you know it or not. Well, and, and, you know, that's something that I've heard a lot from you guys is that as you're going into these communities, um, sometimes I think the legends get more out of these visits than the seniors do <laughs> just for that well, reason. Wouldn't true. you say that's it's true? true. I, yes. I've gone to, you know, Seattle Children's Hospital or Fred Hutch. And when you walk away from there, it puts things in perspective. Like, it, you know, you don't have things as bad. You don't have, uh, it, it just, it just really dawns on you the fact that, wow, I don't, I, I things aren't so bad for me. I got it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Other people are kind of having some struggles. So whatever you do, usually come out feeling a little bit better, and hopefully though you did put a smile on somebody's face at the same time. Absolutely. And you've told me some stories since then, Dave, haven't you not, about um, <laughs> doing some follow-up visits since your experience with us? 
Well, I wouldn't call it follow-up visits, but when I go back to Wisconsin deer hunting, I, uh, one of my cousins has uh, her mom is in assisted living, and one of my other cousins, his mom is in assisted living. So their names are Mutsi and Leona. They're from the far- dairy community, farming community of Wisconsin. Oh. So I went to go visit them last year, and I didn't know what time. I just oh, I got time uh, right now. I said between deer hunting, I so I had like from one till three or something like that, and I went in there. And I just thought I was going to go in and say hi and visit them. And they just started a bingo game. So I, I had to that. sit at the one table with Leona and Mutsi. And you got to understand that somebody, one of these gals was like 90, 95. She couldn't hear very good. Uh-huh. One of them couldn't see. So I'm kind of putting a little buttons on their bingo <laughs> cards, like B1 and I, whatever the 20s that, that is. And uh, it was fun, though. I got to play bingo with them for an hour. And they get a little treat, and they compete. That's what I was really impressed with was they competed. Aren't they amazing? a little snack. Yes, it's funny, and, and, it, and it makes them feel alive and vibrant, and that I'm right there with them playing. So it, it was fun. It, 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 just, it just shows that the simple, sometimes the simplest little things are the most important things to people, which is the way it probably should be. But playing bingo, and then I went into their rooms and visited them there, and they got their rooms all made up. Mutsi can't see very good, so she has special things in her room. <laughs> I Leona's love got that. two fake knees, so she has special things in her room that she has to do to get by, th- things to lean on. And every once in a while, somebody will take them on a trip into Wassa to go see something. And so they, they have a day full of events planned, and, uh, and they still stay active as they can be. So it's pretty cool to be involved and, and see them acting, day to, getting around day to day. And it does make you feel good. It's like, you know, I told Charlene, my cousin, I said, hey, you know, Mutsi's getting around good. She goes, yeah, I stop in there once or twice a week. And it's good that the family members know they're getting along. But like I said, family members should try to find time and be more mindful of the fact that their folks are in an assisted living or a senior community and having visitors come down every once in a while. It's a big it's a big plus to their day. So we are talking to former Seahawks quarterback, Seahawks legend, Mr. David Craig. And Dave, you are going to be up here now for the 12 Days of Goodness and participating in a very special event. Um, we're going to be down at Patriots Landing down in the backyard of Joint Base Lewis McCord. Um, really uh, down at... And, and just honoring our veterans, um, which we haven't done yet. We haven't done a program specifically for our veterans. And, um, you know, we'll be doing a lot of, um, you know, follow-up with that. But that event is on Saturday, December 16th. And obviously you're going to be participating with some other um, legends, you know, like Sam Atkins. And I think Hillary Butler is going to be there and Dennis Boyd. Some of your guys that you used to play with. Anyway, you played with yep. Dennis and, and with uh, Sam, didn't you? Sam, yep. Yes, I did. And, and of course, then your, your other mother's going to be there. Mama, oh, Mama Blue. Blue. Yes, Mama Blue is yep. going to be there. Be there. You know, you speak of Dennis Boyd and Sam Atkins. Those are guys, too, that do stuff for the community that doesn't get noticed. Yep. Uh, once you get done playing, they don't make, they don't put it on TV, which is okay with me. That's the way it should be. But, you know, Dennis Boyd was a captain for the Seahawks back in the early 80s, 79, and all that. Sam Atkins is the guy that taught me how to play quarterback in the NFL. That's fine. But he does a lot of community stuff. Dennis Boyd does. Mama Blue. I mean, all, all those people do. So, yeah, And then we're doing it for the, uh, you know, people that served our country. Right. Uh, veterans, veterans, 
you know, in the military services. So there's an added bonus right there to give back to someone that gave their, you know, sacrificed their lives and everything for, for our freedom. So there's yes. another added bonus right there. Well, and the other thing that I always think about with our veterans, especially if you have a loved one that's a veteran, um, how often do they suffer from PTSD and things like that? And some often they're misunderstood by family members that don't understand the experiences that they went through. And for them to be in a community where they have the kind of culture around them with former, um, you know, military veterans that they live in the same community, that has to be a really wonderful thing for them. And certainly having a company like Carriage that works with veterans to the degree that they do, um, we're so excited to be partnering with them to put on this event for our veterans. And um, it's going to be when you're there, there's going to be a color guard ceremony of all the different branches of the military. And, uh, you know, there's just going to be all kinds of good stuff. So um, we're excited to have you on the 16th. Well, yeah, I'm going to I'll be up there. I think I get in Friday night or maybe Saturday morning. I'm going to try to get down there. I think we talked about from one to three. You know, I got other Mm -hmm. things to go up there Saturday. But I want to I want to get down there and see that. I know there's a lot of stuff going on afterwards, like four or five o'clock. They're going to have a dinner. I don't know if I can make that. But the people with PTSD that served our country, I think you just have to look it up a little bit, but it take sometimes they get taken back to where they were 10, 20, 30 years ago, depending on what war they were fighting in. Right. And I, I've worked with some guy. I've worked with a guy when I was back in high school, I was working for the Rostow village community. And this guy, you know, had a job and uh, got back in the Vietnam war and he mm-hmm. had PTSD too. And every once in a while he'd have these seizures or he'd, he'd just be oh. like, and I, I'm a 16 year old kid. So I didn't really understand it. And then as I saw movies and, did some research on it in college and looked at it. It's just something that they can't get away from. You know, it's something that was very horrific or traumatic event in their life. Mm-hmm. And it just stays mm-hmm. with them the rest of their life. And there's nothing they can do. You see, so you're right. Family members have a tough time with it because they don't actually understand or, right. or realize what's going on to, to one of their loved ones. It's frustrating. I can understand that. And speaking of family members, you just recently lost your mom of Alzheimer's. Did you not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom had slight well, she had dementia pretty good, and uh, she ended up having cancer and all that. And she was uh, also a hoarder, so she had some other mental disease. But uh, my grandma had Alzheimer's, actually, oh, and okay. that was sad, too. See, seeing my dad, well, this was when I was in uh, college, I think, when my grandma passed away. And uh, just seeing my dad walk in there, and a person that has Alzheimer's, not even being able to recognize her own son, let alone her own grandchildren, right. that, became really, that became really sad. That's another form of assisted living where you're just you know, waiting, waiting for them to, to, to go to a better place because it's just frustrating seeing them, seeing them sit there and not recognize their dad. So there's lots of things that everybody has. And that's why the 12 days of goodness are, 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 it's it's such a cool thing because it makes people kind of go outside of themselves and try to help somebody else that, you know, there's always a connection. There's six degrees of separation. Well, there's 12 days possibly of separation now because we're talking about it. Maybe somebody, it might touch somebody to go, yeah, I'm going to go visit that person. I'm going to go do something for this this company or do something right. to help somebody else. That's what this whole thing means to me anyway. Well, I'm so thrilled that you were able to join us. And we will see <laughs> you on the 16th of December, Dave. And until then, uh, go Hawks. Go Hawks. That's right, Suzanne. And thanks for talking to me. I appreciate it. And Dave, thanks for producing this show. I appreciate that. We're awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. (laughs) Talk soon. Okay. Thank you. 
Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.